Hello and welcome to Take It or Leave It. It's a Christian podcast to encourage us all to implement real change in our lives based on the teachings of Jesus so that when the rapture occurs, we may all be caught up to meet Jesus Christ in the air. It's about spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. I'm your host, Madison Santiago. Hello and welcome back to Take It or Leave It. Thank you so much for joining. I want to start things off with a question, and it is also the title of this podcast, Have You Answered the Call? Amen. So to start things off, I want to get you thinking about love. Have you ever experienced love at first sight? Many say they fall in love with someone at first sight, meaning before they came to know a person and spend time with the person. They were in love with them already. Now, I personally have some thoughts about love at first sight, but I want to focus on what it means to love God. How can you love God without knowing him? And I want to say this, you can't know God without experiencing him. And you won't experience him without developing a relationship with him. And you simply cannot develop a relationship with him unless we draw close to him. It's the will of the Father for us to know Jesus' Son. How can we love Jesus if we do not know him? So the Father asks, how do you know if you love him? And I have an answer to this from the Bible. And I want to take you to John chapter 14. And it discusses, if anyone loves me, then he will keep my word. My Father will love him. Let's read that passage on the indwelling of the Father and Son. Starting in verse 19, it says, A little while longer... The world will see me, Jesus, no more, but you will see me. Because I live, you will live also. At that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. And continuing on in verse 22, Judas, this is a different Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Verse 23, Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not mine but the father's who sent me. So Jesus says, If you love me, always obey my words. So I ask you today, do you love Jesus? Because one, you're going to keep his words. You're going to walk in his ways. And to them who are called, you cannot be called until you are saved. So first, salvation must come to a person. Then following salvation is the calling. And I want you to note, the calling is not years later. If you are saved, you are called and should begin walking in that calling. So say it out loud. Salvation first, calling second. Calling follows salvation. Amen? Let's dive deeper so that we can really understand what this means. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9, it discusses how we are called to a holy calling, not according to our own work, but to his purpose. Let's read that verse in 2 Timothy. I'm going to start in, I'm actually going to start in verse 8, and it says, Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, 
but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. So what I said earlier, do you love Jesus? You're going to keep his words and walk in his ways. And to them who are called, you cannot be called until you are saved. I'm supporting that here because in verse nine, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling. So many today say they were called in their profession. I'm talking worldly profession. So if I'm a nurse, I cannot say that I am called to be a nurse. That's not true. That is not the purpose of why I am on earth. Let's talk about more of what it means to be called. If you were called, you should know the true meaning. So called in Greek, and the reason why we would read it in Greek is because we're reading in the New Testament right now. It's the word kaleo. It means named, labeled, tagged. And I don't want you to get confused because today some Christians are cold, and that's not to be confused with called. When I say they are cold, I mean they think they are saved, but they don't have a relationship with Jesus. They have yet to repent to receive salvation so they can carry out their calling in the Lord. They have yet to repent and receive salvation so they can carry out their calling in the Lord. A calling specifies a summoning, like in court. Have you ever been summoned? The court sends you a letter and the expectation is that you show up to court. You are subpoenaed. You are expected to participate. You have to go. If a person is saved, that person is called to serve God. It's expected that they serve God. If you're saved, it's a must that you serve God. And I hope that remains clear throughout this podcast and after this podcast. Have you ever looked at the leader of your church? So for example, a pastor and think, look, my pastor is carrying out the call in his life. He's preaching. He's so dedicated. He's on time. He's preparing. He probably fasts and prays. You know who's the happiest when we answer the call? God. Scripture says the joy of the Lord is our strength. So when we are living in the will of God, we have repented, we've received salvation, and we are carrying out our calling, we will be strong. Why? Because it brings the Lord joy. Those who serve God will continue to do so without payment as well. And I want to stress that. Those who serve God will continue to do so without payment. So with my example earlier, we're not called to be a nurse. I'm not called to be a nurse, right? But for my profession, if I wasn't paid, do you think I would continue to show up every day? No, I wouldn't. I work for a paycheck. But when you're working kingdom business, it continues even without payment. So those who are saved are called. And I love everyone listening in right now. And if I don't release the word of God in this way, I don't feel like I'm carrying out the calling in my life to serve him and to live in his will. So if you are saved, you were called to spread the gospel. And if thinking of doing work for the Lord makes you uncomfortable, I want to encourage you to proceed in that. Proceed in what makes you uncomfortable because that's where you're going to grow in the Lord. You will not reach the next phase or the next level of your relationship with God unless you stretch and you take action to move into that calling. If it's for God, it's going to be worth it. So I want you to think as we continue this podcast, how are you going to draw closer to God today and every day? Something else I want to talk about is a commonly taught verse. And I'm sure we've all heard that all things work together for good. I want to stress that this is conditional for those who are saved and called. Have you heard this verse before? It's in Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, 
to those who are called according to his purpose. Amen. Many motivational speakers share this today, perhaps not from a biblical standpoint, but they say, hey, everything always works out in the end. Everything works for the good. But they miss the very first point that you must be saved and called. You must love God. This verse is conditional. So I want you to guard your ears and to be able to divide what the world is teaching compared to what God has said. When we're in the flesh, we need to be so sensitive with what we allow in. And when we love God, there are things that are going to go wrong. And that's okay. What's wrong when you see things that are going wrong? What I mean here is even when we serve God, as long as we are in the flesh, we continue to have trials. So if all things work together for good, what does it mean when something appears to go wrong? When we're having those tough days, everything going on, whether it's positive or negative, all these trials work together for good. If you love God and you walk in his ways, all these things work together for good. This does not apply to everybody. It applies if you are saved and called and carrying out the will of the Father. And I will say this in a mirror because I know that I make unintentional mistakes, but do you make unintentional mistakes? Now I'm saying unintentional, not intentional mistakes. Intentional mistakes are sins, right? Unintentional mistakes. I do all the time. Imagine making unintentional mistakes and knowing that things are going to work out for you. Why? Because you serve the Lord. He will move on your behalf. Why? Because you are carrying out his will. You're so valuable to him. The will of God happens to those who are saved and have responded to the call. And it is up to you and me to respond to that call. Do you remember when Jesus was preaching and the disciples notified him that his family showed up? The disciples were there. So Mark, Luke, and Matthew, they all mention this in the Bible. But we'll focus on what's shared in Mark. I'm in chapter 3 of Mark, starting in verse 31. Then his brothers and his mother came, and standing outside, they sent to him, calling him. And a magnitude was sitting around him, and they said to him, Look, your mother and your brothers are outside seeking you. Verse 33, But he answered them, saying, Who is my mother or my brothers? And he looked around in a circle of those who sat around him and said, Here are my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and my mother. What did Jesus do? We just read it. He questioned, Who's my brother? Who's my mother? Did he forget? No. He was making a point that he must release the word. He was executing the Father's will, so it didn't matter who was summoning him. He was carrying out his calling. And I want you to remember Psalms 1. I'm starting in verse 1 and it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaves also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so but are like the chafe which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Amen. So the Lord is going to know those who are righteous. And what that means is he's going to know those who love him, who are saved and called and have responded. God's very clear. 
the way of the ungodly shall perish. I want to encourage you today to respond. Draw near to the Lord. Repent. Serve, and then serve some more, and then serve some more. You and I have a choice today. We can do what God wants us to do, and we will prosper. Or we can partially serve him and perish, unable to congregate with the righteous. I encourage you with urgency to seek God in all things. Ask him to forgive you for your sins. He's available for that. Ask him to forgive you for your sins and turn away. Don't keep sinning. Turn away from the world. Live a holy life. It's possible. We are called to live holy lives apart from this world. So you can be saved and answer the calling that the Lord has on your life. Amen. He loves us. He loves us and he wants this for us. Amen. Thank you so much for spending time with me on this podcast to learn about the call. How are you going to draw near to God today? Develop your relationship with him. He is waiting for you. Thank you so much. This is Take It or Leave It. God bless you all.